Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Merkel. Media. Welcome to Hammerlane Legends. I'm Brian Merkel. And I'm Brian Shipper. If you have a wild and crazy story you would like to share with us from the road, or you would just like to have a conversation with us, reach out to us at hllpodcast at protonmail.com. That's hllpodcast at protonmail.com. Or go to the website at hammerlanelegends.com. Hit the contact section. You can get a hold of us that way. Either way works for us. Just get a hold of us. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Ship, tell them about the voicemail. Voicemail line, uh, short stories, five, ten minutes at the most. Uh, leave, your, leave your voicemail, and we'll compile them and do a voicemail show. you have anything longer, contact the show, get yourself on the show, do an actual interview with them. If you find yourself in need of emergency preparedness food, what can they do, Ship? Where do they go? Do you know? To the bargain store. Because I can tell them where to go. <laughs> I can too. <laughs> you might not like it. <laughs> go to preparewithhll.com. That's preparewithhll.com. They have everything you're going to need. Food that will last you 25 years on the shelf. Coffee that will last you 30 years on the shelf. And everybody needs survival coffee as far as I'm concerned. Ship, what about buy me a coffee? Uh, it's a virtual tip jar there. You know, keep Merkel there caffeinated with his coffee, the gallons that he drinks. 
you can just add the, uh, click on that and give a virtual tip. We appreciate it. And uh, have at it to keep us going, to keep more shows coming to you. Fantastic. Keep more shows coming to you. And speaking of shows, let's get to the show right now. Today we're talking with Johnson and Jamie. Johnson, how are you guys doing? Hey, Brian and the other Brian. Yep. We're doing good. <laughs> you, you can call My him. other brother, Brian. There you go. <laughs> you can just call him Ship. That's what I call him all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're doing good. We're, uh, good. we're actually out here working, and uh, we're down in El Paso right now. And um, I wanted to do, uh, shut the truck off, and so we wouldn't have all that noise, maybe. Uh-huh. But it's uh, you need this little thing on my this little thing on my uh, dash is saying 122 in the sun. Wow! So. Yeah, you definitely need that running, <laughs> you need man. That air conditioning. Holy going. cow! Yeah, you just leave it run. <laughs> That's being, all good. being a chub- being a chubby white guy from Michigan, if I if I turn that off, I'll probably melt. We won't be talking long. So. I heard that you're talking to two chubby white guys in PA. I understand what you mean. I sweat at twenty degrees. <laughs> we feel no, we're, pain. We're, we're doing good. Just uh, just out here trying to make a living on the road. You know. Well, I hear it. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. You know, it's amazing because this this is the life of a trucker. You know, this is what it is. This is how we live. And, yeah, yeah. My wife and I are, um, uh, we just started this about uh, six months ago with a previous company before we were kind of home every weekend. Okay. Uh, but now now we're running uh, five weeks on and then we go home for one week. Oh, wow. And Sometimes 10 days. How long, how long have you and your wife been, you know, a team together? Um, we're looking at uh, almost six years now together. Um, and I'm, I'm kicking almost 11, um, total for myself. So I've, I've been out here for a while. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. How do you, this, this is going to sound like a really, you know, an odd question, but how do you like teaming with your wife? How does, does that work out really well for you guys? And I don't mean it in a sarcastic way. I just, I'm just curious. Yeah, actually I like it. Uh, I like it way better. I mean, obviously we get to spend more time together somewhat, somewhat. I mean, you know, one's driving, one's sleeping for the most part. Um, but but you don't get the, you know, the whole week apart. Um, so we do get some time, a little more time together. Uh-huh. And it definitely helps with the parking situation. We were we were just discussing that the other night. Um, we don't we don't have to park a whole lot because, you know, we both drive and um, every now every now and then the loads might not be there and we do have to park and sure. I don't know how single drivers do it anymore. I mean, it was 11 o'clock at night and I, we, we looked for an hour just to try to find a parking spot, you know, for the right. night. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here watching ship. He's over there. He's playing around with his microphone, unplugging it, tight and moving stuff. I'm like, I'm just like, my hands are up in here. I'm like, what are you doing? We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. You know, it, it is, it is, you know, the parking situation is, is is horrendous. I mean, you know, you come and it's got to be that way <laughs> everywhere. You know, because I know it's it's that way up here in the Northeast, and I can imagine with as much track traffic as you guys see out that way, uh, it has got to be horrible down, uh, you know, out there, and even down where you're at in, in El Paso. You know, it's got to be crazy. Yeah, it's it's a little better. Um, you know, more 
more get out west. It's a little more open. You got still got a little more uh, mom and pops. You know, truck stops still open. You could pull into, mm-hmm. but uh, we we run uh, automotive freight. Okay, um, basically from from the border down here, um, El Paso area, um, Laredo, um, far McAllen area, all, all around the border in Texas, back to uh, the Detroit, uh, Michigan, Flint, Michigan area, and um, yeah, once once you get uh, once you get east of about Oklahoma. Uh, after about eight o'clock at night, you might as well, you know, might as well hang it up and just keep driving. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know, up our way in the northeast here, like the TAs and that. I I pulled in one night, you know, just to get something to drink, and it was like they had call ahead parking or something like that, you know, at the TAs. I'm like, <laughs> what is this DoorDash here? Or you know, yeah. people got call ahead yeah. parking. I mean, really. <laughs> But I guess it yeah, is, I guess it is a thing. <laughs> I'm seeing the uh, writing on the wall. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, probably fairly soon. I think everything's going to be kind of pay parking and like you said, the call ahead. And, yeah. Um, if you if you don't got it uh, scheduled, you're not parking. You know. Right. Wow. You're 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 sitting on the side of a ramp somewhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then yeah. you get that bang on the door at 3 a.m. The cop tells you, yeah, you yeah. can't park on the ramp. Here's your ticket, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They like to hand those out. That's for yeah. sure. Oh, they certainly do. Well, hey, you know, Johnson, let's start here. How did you get into trucking? What What is this? What is the start for you as far as getting into trucking? Even even, you know, like what? How did it how did it work out for you? How did, how did that come about? Yeah, I didn't start. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm 43, I believe. It's hard to keep track these days. But get out the abacus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be 44 in September. Um, I, I only started, I didn't start till my mid 30s. I tried. Uh, I tried doing a little factory work and stuff straight out of high school. Um, I, I worked for one for about three years, and they closed down. And of course, being in Michigan, you know, it's all automotive stuff. Sure, right, and. Yeah, I worked there for about three years. They closed down. I, I tried to do a little farming work, and that was too much work for me. That That's real work. Yeah, you know? as I know. So, I, I, it wouldn't uh, be me either. You think truck driving is a tireless job. The, the farming is even worse. Yeah, it, it's a different kind of yeah. It's a different kind of wear you out, sure. you know? Um, but, yeah, basically, uh, just the, the, the factory work, the punching the clock nine to five wasn't for me. I, I, I dreaded going to work and, um, I got laid off from a, from a factory and, um, they paid me unemployment and, uh, gave me some money to, uh, kind of go back to school. And I decided that, uh, truck driving was, was going to be it for me. It was between that and welding and, um, just, just because of the money situation, that's where the money was and welding again is, that's physical hard labor, and that was something I, I knew I wasn't going to probably do for the next 30 years, so right. truck driving was it, you know? Yep, I hear that. It's not a bad way to get but it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, they helped they help pay for the schooling. I went to school cool. um, for actually six months. Wow. And and my wife, my wife did the same, through the same. We went through a college, a Baker College, mm-hmm. and... Uh, when she started driving, I wanted her to have the same kind of training. Um, I didn't, I, I've seen a lot of these, you know, after being out for five years, I've seen a lot of these guys that come out after two or three week program. And I, I'm not saying you can't learn the basics in two or three weeks, but 
That's all you're, you you're not a tr- you're, you're not a truck driver after that. You've yeah. learned how to pass the test. That's about it. Yep. Yeah, and it seems like that's what they teach, you know. Yeah, and it like, is. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's way more to back in between cones once you get out here, you know. <laughs> yes, there is. Absolutely. Yes, there is. <laughs> you can see that every night at any truck stop. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. To a truck stop near you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that that's how I got started. Uh, I actually started. I went with Werner. Um, once I got out of school, I did that for about six months. And... Um, that really wasn't for me as well, but uh, I got a funny story. My actually my first trainer after I went to uh, Werner, um, I got you know assigned to him and to his truck, and uh, everything was great the first couple of days. I had a little experience. I, I kind of knew how to drive. I went to school for six months, mm-hmm. um, doing some farm work. Um, you know, running truck back and forth, things like that across. I, I hauled some sand they used for like bedding the cows. And so I, I was familiar with being in a truck. So, um, it, it wasn't too much of a, of a foreign thing for me, but, um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on his truck for about, uh, two days. I stop and, you know, he, here, he stopped, we go in and we're eating and I told him, man, I'm going to shower and, you know, I'll be back out and. I didn't think anything of it, but he didn't shower. Uh-huh. So we're, we're driving for another day or two and, um, you know, do some loads and, uh, I'm, I'm learning some things and pull into a truck stop and Hey, let's, you know, we're going to get something to eat and shower. And I go in and do my, I come out and still no shower. Now we're talking day five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I made it about another day or two and, uh, I decided I had to call dispatch and let him know he, he got out of the truck to get fuel. And I'm like, Hey, I've been with this guy for almost a week. I've showered two or three times and, and he hasn't. And it's, it's getting pretty ripe in here. I don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> man, I guess can I break not- the seal and ride in the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not, it, it's not like we didn't have time, you know, right. I, I understand. So sometimes you're out here and freight's got to be delivered and this and that. It might not be every day, you know, right. but I, I, after five or six days, I just, I had to go and he, he took me back to, uh, Omaha. That was uh, the main office there for Werner. Right. And uh, I, then I just told him, you know, like, I don't know if he's had any complaints on that before, how long he's been a trainer. I, I don't know his story, but. That's why I'm he out of here. solo. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't blame me for being out. That's for sure. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and thankfully, my next uh, the next kind of trainer. I I don't know. They call them trainers, but I don't I don't know how long this guy had even been driving. Really, I mean he he drove fine. I didn't have any issues with his driving, but mm-hmm. um, he was kind of a foreign guy. The language barrier was kind of hard too. And sure, uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't believe he should have been a trainer either way, but. He definitely should have showered. <laughs> yeah. At least once in a five-day period right. would be good. You know, kind of split the difference. Yeah. Two days shower, two days. Okay, we're good. Okay, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing, but, hey, let's just keep it clean. You know, we got to ride here together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You're you're living in a, you know, little eight-by-eight eight box with right. someone. You And you you got you to gotta stay up on that stuff at least, you yes, know. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, uh, you, you do. Well, not only that. I mean, you know, you not knowing this person from Adam, and uh, you're you're team driving with him. You know, 
when it's your turn to go into the bunk, I mean, you got to put a lot of trust in that guy's driving, you know, I mean, you're basically, are you, are you getting a good sleep or are you like sleeping with one eye open? I mean, you know, honestly, I don't know if I could do that. It you know? just, it didn't even dawn on me until you just said it, dude. You know, that guy's getting out of the bunk. He hasn't showered in five days and you're getting into the bunk. That, you know what? That's enough for me. I'm like, I'm out. I'm with you, Johnson. I, yeah. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he took his, uh, you know, you, you Cause you know, you, there's two bunks, but you're not sleeping in the top bunk when someone's right. driving. Right, it, it's bad enough to sleep in the bottom bunk. But right. uh, yeah, he takes his uh, sleeping bag and stinky stuff off the bed, and you throw yours on it. <laughs> right. You know, and, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, just to have that trust that you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I, I, I just, you know, that there wouldn't, I, you know, I guess there could be, you know, there's gonna be, it could be an accident at any given time. But I mean, right. To, I don't think I could get rest, you know, just knowing somebody else Is that I've just met, yeah. you know, five hours ago and we're going across country. Yeah. My shifts to sleep and I got to, I'm putting my life in this guy's hands, basically. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. what I'm it's, saying. Like, like you said, Brian, you sleep with one eye open. Right. Even, even as a trainee, you know, yeah. so, um, but yeah, I, I wish, honestly, um, you know, and you, you can't make these mega carriers do anything. They right, do what right. they want, but yep. I, I, there should be some kind of minimum, you know, minimum requirement in order to be a trainer, to be out training someone, to be a truck driver, you know, oh, and yeah. I would say at least a few years. And I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard stories that some of these mega carriers, you, you've got six month experience guys. Yeah. You're a trainer. Other <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which is, yeah. you know, Where's the safety in that? Right. You know? Yeah, on the same token, like he said, you know, this guy doesn't want to take a shower. Well, guess what? We're going to the Blue Beacon, and the truck's getting washed, and I'm going to have him stand on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. give, give him a little kick out the door when you're rolling through there. Yes, you know? sir. <laughs> Run through. But, yep. but, but thankfully, that only lasted for about five days. My right. next trainer was, uh, oh, he was a great guy. He was actually an owner-operator, and, um, I still kind of stay in touch with him here or there. Oh, that's cool. He was uh, he was from Michigan as well. He he literally lived like an hour away from me, even though we were out traveling across the country together. Right. He went home. He went home for a week. So did I during my training. And uh, that's awesome. yeah, great guy. Very, very yeah. knowledgeable. You gotta you gotta um, gel between them. I mean, if you're like yeah. oil and vinegar, there or, yeah. you know that oil could be a, yeah oil and water. It could be a miserable yeah miserable thing. You know. Yeah, and I think I, I honestly think that deters a lot of new drivers, um, you know, from coming aboard. They talk about a driver shortage, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, we we need more drivers out here. And um, I, I think if that was a that if that was a better experience for a lot of people, the the just starting out, right? You know, it it, it would help. But, yeah, because let me you know let let's go the other way. If your wife's going to do this and, you know, gets in a truck with, you know, driver like that, how long do you think she's going to be driving with that company before she's come pick me up? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Thankfully, thankfully, my company um, was able, the company I was working for at the time when she got her license um, was able to hire her right on. She had never had to go. She went from school to in a truck with me oh that's, well, that's great that's that is. that's like uh you know that's yep. bonus right there yep i think that's yeah she 
she had never worked uh, for another company other than um, the, our our newest company. Now we've been with them for what? What have we been with them, dear? Um, since April. Um, since April, we just started with them right. um, because of a because of an accident and an abandoned situation. We can get into that here later, but okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she had never worked with for another company um, for her first five years of driving and um, right out of school, right with me and. That's cool. Hopefully, yeah. I was a. Hopefully, I was a good trainer. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if we get all our, yeah, my first trainer, boy, he didn't know anything. <laughs> yep. Wait till we talk to Jamie. <laughs> when she at talks least, about what at her least trainer. Least knew I showered. <laughs> at, yeah, exactly. At least he showers. Right. Yeah, at least knew I showered. Yes, so. sir. It, there's there are some things that are just really important, and that's one of them cleanliness is next to godliness that's how i feel about oh, it you yeah, know sir. especially when you're when you're sleeping with somebody else it's like you know what i mean while well, sharing a space right yeah exactly. i don't necessarily mean sleeping with somebody else but sharing space <laughs> yeah well let's, yeah. let's uh let me ask you this how i mean you know uh, obviously the chemistry is working between you and your wife because you know i've said on the show before and brian said on the show you know with us that we're married like 30 30 plus years. years yeah i got 30 you know you have to have a good wife at home. And now you're dragging her with you. Dragging her with you. Wow. <laughs> or what she's dragging you it, with Jim. her. You know, oh, you know, we can go word. either way here. We can go either way. Jamie, but I mean, I'm sorry. Know, I'm sorry for ship. <laughs> I mean, Forget you know, him. the 24 7, 365 bit, you know, th does that there's, ever uh, get on, you know, wear on you? <laughs> There, there is a lot of compromise. Uh -huh. and, you, you uh, learn that real quick. There, there, there's a lot of patience. One, one thing I had to learn, even though I, like I said, I had about five years experience on her when she started, mm -hmm. was whoever is in this driver's seat is the boss. That's awesome. Yeah. Who, who, whoever is driving, that's they do their thing. They, you know, and especially kind of the the beginning of trying to teach her to back up a little bit more than she learned in school. Sure. You know, anyone could drive down the road. Yep. But the the backing up, the being into the tight spaces, and that I had to have a little patience with that because um, she she didn't have the five years experience of doing it. Right. But you gotta you gotta realize who's ever's in that driver's seat is the boss. They're gonna do their they're gonna do their things how they do it, and um, it, it was a learning curve, but uh, we got there. Good. That's cool. That is. It, I think it's really cool. You know, every now and then you come across a couple who 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 drive together like that, and yeah, I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if I could spend. You know, it it, it it's got to take, like you said, compromise on on both parts. You know, to to make it you know to make it work. And it, it, but it would be that way if you were teaming with anybody. Right. You know, yeah. At least this way, you're yeah. teaming with somebody you actually love and you want to be around. So you know, I think that works out. Yeah. You know, the more I think about and it. You don't have don't have to share the paycheck either you know there you go right she just gets it all <laughs> well that's yeah that's how I, I, get lunch, I get lunch money and she right gets and gets rest, exactly you know? that's how it is at my house <laughs> i get to buy coffee and she says as oh, long as yeah. you understand that we'll have a good <laughs> relationship awesome we're gonna be blossoming here <laughs> well that's good that's that's no, good it is that really is that that's neat the, is, is jamie, jamie's there right Yep, she's right here. How, how do you like riding with you know with with the two of you together? How does, does that work out? Really, do you, do you is is that a good? I, I mean, I know you're not going to tell me no. You don't like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but before I 
aggressive driving, I hated him being gone. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. You we know, I spend all the time together. That that is, and, and you know, I never thought about it from that point of view. I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because I never thought about it from what my wife's point of view is. There you go, ship. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it from her point of view of of being gone. That's right. actually that, that that is a different perspective. And now you know what that kind of brings it into in a, into a clearer focus for myself. So I, I appreciate yeah, I that. Think, uh, I think you know when the wives or even husbands now that are home and the yeah. wife is gone, um, if they're busy and you got little ones at home, or if they got their own career and and they stay busy, it's not quite so bad. Right. But I, I can only imagine for the wives, or like I said, even husbands now, if sure. they don't have much going on at home and their significant other is just gone, yeah, I yeah. could almost be like a, I could almost be like a prison for them, you know? Sure. They're just right. sitting around waiting for you to get home next week, or you know, so yeah, and it depends on how long you're gone for, you know. It could be, you know, like you guys are out for five weeks at a time, and then you come home. So you know that if you if you're solo and your 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 spouse is at home, yeah, it's a long time. I, just, I never thank you, Jamie, because I never thought about it from that perspective. Yeah. I, I mean, really never did. I mean, look at it this way. You know, he can actually say, this is what I was telling you about four years ago before you started. This is what happens out here. You know, right. it's not it's not a, a tapestry of woven lies. Oh, it's, you know, you know it, it's it's really what happens. Yeah. I got held up 12 yeah. hours at this receiver. He wouldn't, you know, take the load off right away. You know, stupid stuff like that. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to make too much stuff up out here on the road. Let me tell you, sometimes reality is yeah, a uh, little crazier than uh, what you could even dream of, you know? <laughs> right. You know, as I say, you can't dream this shit up anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We, we've had some stuff. I got a, uh, I had a little list of kind of things I wanted to, you know, kind of touch on and yep. Yep. talk with you guys about and uh, have at it. That, Speaking of that, my being, you know, I kind of grew up in the Midwest and uh, not a whole lot of experience. We never really traveled much as, you know, a youngster growing up. And um, it, it, it was eye opening seeing different parts of the country. And uh, actually, one of the She's one of the first kind of things that stick in my mind was uh, over towards your guys way. Uh, uh-huh. Was that Bree- Breezewood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Breezewood. I remember stopping in, stopping in the Breezewood truck stop. I think it was a TA. Yep, right there um, alongside got, the ramp. I got, I got fuel. Um, you know, it was about lunchtime. I went in and uh, I got fuel. I was going to use the bathroom, and I think I had a little McDonald's in there, and I was going to grab a little sandwich. But uh, yeah, I got some fuel, and I walk into the the men's restroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, there's about a six foot three. Um, bearded fella standing at the urinal with a dress nice and uh you know like i said being a being a midwest guy i never really seen that too much and i i honestly had i walked out of the bathroom to make sure i didn't walk in the wrong bathroom (laughs) And, and then it dawned on me no, he was standing, or she, I'm not really for sure, was standing at a urinal. I could right. have been in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they have urinals in the women's room. It has no. a kickstand. <laughs> I, I, I know things have changed in the world, but I've never been in a women's bathroom, right. and I don't yep. think they have those, but. I'm with you. <laughs> it, 
it was an eye opener. Let me let me tell you, but <laughs> I only, bet. only in Breezewood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he didn't even go in the stall. He just had the dress hiked right up. You know, wow. Um, wow. And yeah. uh, he come out, and um, I noticed the truck as I was going in, and oh, it was a nice custom, nice custom Peterbilt, all chrome lights, beautiful truck. High heels, nice dress. Got right into it. Got right into it. Pulled away. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't know you could drive an 18-speed in heels, but apparently you can, yeah. you know? Wow. <laughs> I would think you'd have to have flats, but evidently not. Nope. Well, but, you know, are they steel tips? Right. <laughs> That's all they care about now, you know? It, it may have to be a good size 12 or 14 heels, too, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> That just brings up, that just yeah, conjures that, up all kinds of pictures in your head. You're like, you know what? I don't, Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a five o'clock shadow somewhere. <laughs> yes, it is. That was one of my first experiences to be, hey, you're, you're, you're not in farmland Michigan anymore, you know? So. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Wow. That, that's a wake up call. You know, man, that is a wake up call. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> You you grew up in Michigan as well, correct? Um, yep, yep. My uh, my wife and uh, I both did. Okay, uh, graduated graduated from the same high school. She lived uh, about a few miles uh, away from where my parents lived and grew up. I kind of grew up. I moved there as a teenager, mm-hmm. um, as a young teenager. But um, yeah, I, I loved it up there. I moved from the city at about. Uh, 14 i say city but it was outskirts of uh detroit just a, about an hour hour north of detroit okay and they moved about an hour farther north to the country and i hated it at first you know yeah coming from coming come kind of a city and lots of things to do and um you know things like that to literally we lived next to like a 50 acre cornfield and there wasn't nothing going on and uh, yeah, it, it was rough for the first few years, but I, I tell you, after after living up there now and um, getting into more hunting and fishing and enjoying the outdoor life, I'd, I'd never live in a city again, you know. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, the further the further away from the city I move, the more I like it. I like I like the yeah. solitude. Yeah, yeah, we enjoy. We are uh, we are actually. About a year and a half ago, we moved from uh, the Thumb area of Michigan. Okay. I, everyone points at their hand if you know you know you're from Michigan. So yep. Uh, we moved from the Thumb area up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and okay. it's uh, it's about as rural as you can get. You oh, know, that's so awesome. I bet it gets cold yeah. in winter time though. <laughs> oh, lots of snow, lots <laughs> yeah. of snow, really cold. <laughs> we, Sometimes we go home, you know, during the, during the winter months and it might be 10, 15, 20 below. You guys know you're, you're from the kind of Northeast over there as yeah. well. 10, 15, 20 below, two feet of snow. And then 70 degrees uh, tomorrow, 30, <laughs> 30, 36 hours later, we're down here in the desert, you know, wow, so. yeah. that, that is a lot of change. That is a lot of change. So you have a, a, a thing here where you would talk about local versus over the road. And I was curious, what, what is your, yeah. what is your thoughts there? Um, well, I, I don't know, you know, in everyone's experience, but in uh-huh. mine, um, we, we make way more, way more money. Um, it seems like you have a little more freedom uh-huh. with the, uh, over the road. Uh, my first, uh, about three years, 
of uh, I did the six month, you know, kind of my training and mm-hmm. get a little experience with Werner there. Then uh, the next three years, I worked for uh, um, just a kind of they did some regional stuff, but most of it was local automotive, um, Detroit metro area. I was home every day, okay, uh, for the most part, and um, I enjoyed it, but it it, it kind of had the feel of punching the time clock, which I did, you right. know. So, um, but. Yeah, we, we enjoy the, the over the road and, and even the little bit I did kind of by myself, I enjoyed that a little better as far as punching the clock every day, but yeah, but it, they, they, they both have their benefits and downfalls. Oh, you definitely. Know, definitely. You're, you're out for, uh, like I said, for five weeks now and you got to go home and, um, everything you haven't done for five weeks, you kind of need to get, you know, done and yes. even just going home on the weekends. That, that was tough for us, actually. That was even worse because um, we'd go home for our 34-hour, you know, restart, or sometimes we'd get a whole two days off. And it's like every being together, everything, you know, we had to cut the grass. We had to do our laundry once we got home. Sure. But, um, yeah, that was that, that was even worse. So yeah. that, that's why we enjoy the, the, the five weeks out here and then going home for a whole week. You got a day or two of kind of stuff you need to do, and then the rest you can enjoy. You know, so. yeah, that's awesome. That, yeah, that's a that's an awesome way to look. You know, I like that. I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, that actually sounds good. Ship, what are you well, thinking about? Oh no, I'm just thinking. I'm comparing him to you know with what he's saying to like our scenario. Uh-huh. You know, we finish up Saturday morning. We get our you know a day and a half day and a half and we're back and to we're, work. you right. know we're basically back you know it's monday right. gotta go gotta go to bed now so i can get up this afternoon to go to work right <laughs> you know yeah so it's like yeah, yeah a day but, and a half really you know yeah. 34 i mean virtually it's almost not, it's a little oh. bit more than a 34 it's almost a 48 not even a it's a it's a reset it's a 34 it hour is. reset yeah it i is. never really yep, thought no, I, I just started thinking about here. that <laughs> <laughs> and now imagine if your wife's with you you have no one at home yeah, um, yeah. you know no, no no one's doing the laundry no one's cutting the grass no one's uh right checking the mail sure and uh you got to do all that on that 34 hours and yeah. 48 and yeah we, we did that for about two years and that wow. was tough that yeah. was tough so because we, you know there's there's some days you just want to sit there and you want to just hold that couch down and don't bother me <laughs> You know, but yes, like sir. you said, you have you know, grass, you got laundry, you got this because you got to get this done because we got to be back on the road. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that took me back there, you know, just thinking about all that. Yeah, I saw a look on Chip's face that I don't usually see. He was really contemplating. <laughs> that was a deep thought. <laughs> he was thinking. He was. Yeah, I was and thinking, all right. Those are faces I'm not used to. <laughs> terrible. Oh, but yeah, we, we've, we've definitely seen some stuff over the road, uh, had, had some experiences, uh-huh. close calls for sure. I can, I can remember one, uh, this was before my wife started driving. She was, uh, just riding with me for, uh, uh, she had, she was working at a bank at the time and she had a little time off and she could make this trip with me. I was running from, uh, like I said, around, uh, the Detroit Metro area down to, uh, South Carolina. Okay. And, uh, of course, I'm running down uh, 77 through uh, West Virginia. And um, being from Michigan, it's flat ground. I never, you know, of course, I did my pre-trip before I took off and all that. But I didn't think to, uh, I didn't think to check to make sure my jig brakes worked. 
I, for, okay. I forgot one little important thing. And uh, the first hill or two I hit there in West Virginia, rolling down the turnpike there, was uh, it, it was an eye opener. Let me tell you, <laughs> the pucker factor went up. <laughs> Ooh. I, I I put those uh, Jake brakes on and nothing. I looked over at my wife. She looked at me because she was fairly familiar with it too, and. Uh-huh. I said, "Hang on, dear." <laughs> thankfully, we weren't. Thankfully, we weren't too heavy. But let me tell you, that's that's the most driving I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was about thirty thirty five miles an hour, maybe sometimes twenty miles an hour at the top of the hill, and uh, without burning up the brakes or out the transmission, I was doing about seventy by the time I got to the bottom. Wow. <laughs> That, that was a, that was a long two or three hours down those mountains. Let me tell you. Oh, right. I bet. Yes, sir. I bet. Wow. I'm I'm surprised she wanted to uh, become a truck driver after that. I was gonna say <laughs> that is a, that is a uh, you know that you know she's a keeper if she's gonna go you know, she's gonna get her license and uh, and do uh, driving after that after that type of stuff. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Let me. Uh, but let me tell you, I never forget to uh, make sure my jig brakes work before I leave anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yep. You know, what, what do they say? Experience is the best teacher. Yep. <laughs> That's an experience yeah. you don't want to have again. Yeah, yeah. trial by fire. No, you, you only touch that hot stove once, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have on your list here but, Jamie getting her license. How did now uh, she went to school and all that? So, Jamie, yes. What's the story behind the story? Yeah, what's the story? <laughs> what? How, how did you? Uh, well, what's the story? We'll just leave it at yeah. that. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, I was working at the bank, and he was running. You were running every day coming home, right? I was running local stuff at that time. Um, yeah, Detroit area to Chicago and back. Home enough to sleep and say goodbye again. Right. And uh, I was working as as much as they could work me without giving me benefits. So it seemed like I was, you know, 30 some hours and not making enough money. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So we looked into, you know, we looked into schooling and it it just made sense because I was bringing home like $220 a week working almost 40 hours. Wow. And my my first paycheck, you know, driving truck was like 1200 bucks yeah. and I did less work. So it was just an easy decision. I mean, money wise, and then we could be together mm-hmm. and I didn't have to, you know, waste time at the bank. Right. And now, you know, it's funny. I, I've tried to, I, I, when I first started driving, I tried talking Michelle into doing it and she's just like, no, I, I can't do that. I can never drive. I'm like, it, it, it's not like it's, you know, like you're some kind of superhero powers or something in order to drive a truck. You, you know, you're just a regular person. Uh, you know, you you could do it. And yeah. she, she right. and now she has rheumatoid arthritis, so now she can't do it. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But I think that's really cool. I just do. I think that's really cool that you went out and you got your license. Have you have yeah, you but- have you enjoyed driving since you've been doing it? Has it has it changed like the in the in the five or six years that you're driving? Have you seen you know changes and have you enjoyed doing the job? When I first started was right before they put in the ELDs, mm-hmm. so I 
I mean, that was an overnight change, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we literally, like, the next day, truck stops were just packed, and we couldn't, you know, park anywhere. Yeah. Once they, once they put those in. Um, yeah, because everybody's looking for a park, because now they have to take their break, right. you yep. know? Yeah. <laughs> it is, uh, you know... The ELD thing has made a lot of changes in the trucking industry, and parking is one of them. Yeah, and just like you know, trying to figure out when you're going to take your breaks, when you're going to do this, when you're going to do, you know, and and having your time. Now, how does that work out for you guys with the sleeper berth and all that? It's it it. it I don't know if ours does ours have a sleeper berth thing on it because we yeah. I never even looked at it. yeah. You know, I don't look at that part. You know, it's like it's okay. Do you guys yeah. is it still ten hours? You have to have ten hours in your sleeper berth, yeah, right? Ten, you have to you have, have, have ten, ten hours, hours but you can actually split the ten hours in oh. the sleeper berth. Yeah, I, I believe it's uh, we we pretty much um, we pretty much use just ten hours in the sleeper berth. Right. But technically, technically, you can have um, eight hours in the sleeper berth, two hours in the passenger seat. You can split it up, right? But you have to you still have to have your ten consecutive, and um, um, yeah. you have to have eight. eight consecutive in the sleeper berth so right. before you can start driving again yeah it's a lot easier if you just do your straight 10 and be done with it you know you don't have to did i do the eight you know like now i got two you know yeah. just a lot more numbers be keeping in the back of your head yeah you don't have to keep track of anything you just just like you know any if you hit off duty or off duty for ten hours, you just hit sleeper berth and you're in that for ten hours. Right. Easier, easier to keep track of. Sure. But um, we we don't run too hard. Um, not not anymore. Um, we never really kind of run out of our hours or anything. That's Even awesome. we stay busy, but um, you know, I'm we're getting to the age that that seventy hours gets rough. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it it's, does. It's, it's all about time management, how you manage your time. And, you know, I, you know, when these, when the LED, yeah, ELD, LEDs, ELDs came out, you know, you were hearing from truck driver, oh, we're going to lose money. We're going to lose money. But, you know, I haven't seen a truck driver complain. He's lost money, you know, other than the increasing the fuel prices and stuff like that. They're still driving. They're still getting the same rates, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think, it, like you said, it because it makes a lot more people, a lot more truck drivers, honest per se. You know, it's harder to cheat the system at this point. Yeah, I think some of them still do. Somehow they get around it. You know, right. they unplug things, do that, and there, there's yeah. always if it's the law, someone's going to find a way around it. Yeah, but sure. uh, but for me, even when I was on paper, I was. There was times that I, you know, I might have drove a, a little extra to get to a truck stop or something. Right. Um, but I, I was never a two, three logbook guy, and um, I never wanted to work that hard. You know, <laughs> exactly. That's why I got into trucking. I didn't want to work that hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. And and it seemed like uh, honestly, even when I did uh, run a little harder than I than we do now, or I did then, you know. Or, Hard, hard, run harder than I do now. I never, uh, I never had any more money, you know. So, you know, it, it's a funny thing. When Tony first started driving, um, I was, you know, was not necessarily happy about it because I know, you know, when you're married and you have kids and and all those things, and one of like 
for my wife and I, you know, it was, it's, you know, 10, 12 hour a day or more, you know, and being local, they keep you out and, you know, they, they run you till the, till they're done, you know? Yep. Yep. And, uh, he was like, well, yeah, dad, I, I, you know, I'm, 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 you know, Tony would, you know, he's looking to get as many hours as he can. I said, Tony, hold on a second. I'm going to tell you something you got to learn. It's not about how much you gross. It's not about how many hours you make. It's about how much you take home. And there comes a point yeah. where you're making more gross and you're, you're kind of losing out because you're, you know, it, it gets eaten up in taxes. I said, so figure out what that point is for yourself and go from there. You don't have to work 60 hours a week. Cause I, I mean, I have found that, that, you know, taking one of the longest runs that we have, you know, in, in, uh, in our, our road system, in our line hall here in Allentown. I, I did that for a short period of time. And I found that working that is the same as, as taking some of the other shorter runs in your take home pay. So it's not about how much you make. It's how much you take home. That, that is what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. You can, uh, you learn. yeah, you, you can, you can work yourself right in the, right into the hospital. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're not going to get rich being a truck driver. No, you can, you you can make a good living. You're you're a good employee. You're dedicated, and you work the hours, and you you can make a good living. But you're not gonna get rich, and um, you can eat off the dollar menu all you want. But you're not gonna you're not gonna make a million bucks a year. You know. Yep, that's it. That's it. And uh, you know, it's it's a good job, and it pays well, and you can have a good life. You know that that is that to me. I don't I don't need a million dollars. You know, I have a nice wife. I have, you know, three great kids. That's life. You know? Yeah. To me, that's life. Yeah. And, so. and that's, that, that's the thing, especially if you got little ones, you know, it's the, the time away. But if, if you are over the road, not home every day, even if you are home every day, well, you're, you're home to sleep, shower, and you're back at it. And you know? Yeah. Right. That's it. That's yeah. it. You're, but not, you're, not home, you're not home at five o'clock, so you can take, you know, the little one to basketball practice or baseball practice yeah. or whatever. You're home uh eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, if you're lucky. Yeah. 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 You get like I said, you got you got little ones, they're they're little for five or six years and then they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, yes. that that's important too, you it know, is. to be home. Everyone needs to make a living and being a truck driver is a great way to do it, don't get me wrong, but yep. it, it can take away from other things as well, you know. So most definitely. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. You were, you were, uh, in Texas for, uh, for that bombing thing. What weren't you for the bomber? Was that? Yeah. Um, yes. I'll, I'll let my, I'll let my wife um, explain okay. that when I was actually sleeping, but, um, it kind of woke me up as well. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a scary event for her. That's for sure. Yeah. I bet it was. It would scared the crap out of me. Right. Walk us through that. Yeah. What, what all transpired there? Um, we uh, traffic was getting detoured off of the off of thirty five right before Round Rock in Texas, and uh, there weren't any semis in front of me. So the cop pulled up, or when we when I pulled up to the cop, he said, "Just follow everybody. You'll be good. You know, you can fit. We got you guys going around. There's a." Um, situation with the police and uh, so I'm like okay so I turned and I was you know following the detour and all of a sudden you heard and felt just like a big boom and 
I looked it up once we got to where we were going and a guy blew himself up when the cops were chasing him. They caught up to him and he blew himself up. Wow. <laughs> that has got to be an experience and a half. I mean, that has just got to oh, be crazy. It was crazy. I bet. Oh, my word. Yeah, that, uh, in, you know, you're, you're trying to drive and, and take care of business and doing your thing. And you hear something like that. That's just got to shock you. You know, it's just got to shock you. You know, I didn't know what it was. I mean, I had just not started not that long before that driving at night. You know, you don't really want to take roads. You don't normally go down. Right. So. But Most yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. That has got to be an experience and a half. And it, it was enough to, to, to wake Johnson. So, you know, <laughs> that, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it, 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 it wake you out of your sleep like that. Oh, it, it'll wake you up. Let me tell you, I, uh, I, I honestly thought she blew a tire or something, you know, and I kind of woke up and, uh-huh. well, we're, we're not, we're not even on the interstate. What's going on? You know, <laughs> where did you get us? Right. Yeah, she's like, Oh yeah. And then she told me, you know, cops made her, uh, you know, get off. Sure. And there was a situation. I'm like, Oh, I, I, I knew right then and there, obviously the situation didn't end well, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I assumed it was just a tire or something. I'm like, oh, you know, two right. hours to get a service out here. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I almost wish it was, you know, compared to right. what, what actually. But mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, I, I had a, um, speaking of suicide, I had a, oh, I don't know, I was about eight months, seven, eight months into driving and, um, was running up through uh, Buffalo. I was actually going to Maine. Mm-hmm. First time I'd ever was headed to Maine. Beautiful up there. But um, I'm running through Buffalo, and um, it's kind of traffic. And, uh, I seen a vehicle parked on the side of the road, and of course, you know, you should get over. I put my signal on. There's a pickup in a like a landscape trailer. He had hooked to his pickup, and. He's not getting over, you know. Oh, come on. There's no one in the other lane. Get over, guy, you know. And uh, I start edging a little bit more, kind of make him get over a little bit, you know. And um, this car parked on the side of the road, I I, I, I locked eyes with him. He, he looked in his mirror, and I'm looking right right in his eyes, and he mm-hmm. pulled right out. Wow. I mean, he that, there's no explanation other than that's what he was trying to do, you yeah. know. And uh, thankfully, the pickup next to me was a little bit ahead of me, and he seen the uh, he seen the guy pull out too. So he kind of hit the median, and I I got over. I don't know how I missed him. I, by the grace of God, I did, you know. Wow. But uh, I'm another inch, and I probably would have granted his wish that day, you know. Yeah, right. That's, oh my word. Yeah, and that's I've been, that's I've been in a couple accidents. I was just, I've been in a couple of accidents, a couple of minor things, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing major. And I, I couldn't imagine doing that, you know, mm-hmm. you, even though it's right. not your fault, right. even though there's nothing, sometimes you can really do, you know, take knowing you took someone's life. That, that would be tough for me. I don't, I don't even know. I, I know guys that have, they still drive, but I don't know if I could drive after that, you know? Right. So, yeah, like I said, that's something you'd have to live with the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? I mean, what a, what a horrible thing to do to somebody else, you know, in, in the process of you trying to take your own life to, you know, really almost destroy yeah, another person's life, you know, to involve someone else in yeah. that decision. I mean, 
thankfully I've never been in, in a situation in my life where that was even a thought. And, right. But I, but I understand that some, some people do their, sure. their, their depression, their life, life can be hard, you know, but, um, to involve someone else is that, that's just wrong to me, you yep. know? So, yep. Um, you know, go find it, a high. It'd be tough you know? to, it'd be tough to climb back in the cab after that. That's for sure. Oh you know? yeah. Absolutely. So, oh my word. Yeah. That would be, I, I don't know. I'd have a hard time with it. So yeah. You on that, man. Yeah. Like I said, even though, you know, you're not really responsible, you know, but yeah. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you're just going to live with it. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. And uh, some, you know, yeah. some guys can deal with it. You know, some people can 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 seem to deal. Like you said, you know, you know, some guys who have dealt with that, and they they're back in the truck and driving. I don't know if I could. I I, I honestly, I, I up until probably a I don't know a year ago or so. I I you know, after the accident that I had. I was nervous a lot. You know, you don't say anything to anybody. You just get in, you, you do your job. But there were things that were like, you know, just make me nervous, you know, being in, in, in uh, you know, kind of a congested area yeah. with a bunch of other cars. You don't know. You don't know what somebody's going to do, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm going to say that's how we uh, we ended up switching companies and we're we're with our new company now. And uh, these guys are great. But uh, my Good. wife was in an accident. Um, she was coming up running in some fog uh-huh. and, um, it, it, it had been super foggy and then it clear up and super foggy. So she was dealing with the traffic slowing down, speeding up four ways on. And, um, so she's, she's coming up, uh, they were actually rolling up, um, I-55 through, um, Missouri coming into Illinois, um, right, right, right at the river. Almost. Um, I can't think of the town offhand, but, um, and, uh, she, yeah, she was coming up, running through some fog and the truck in front of her got on his brakes. He threw his four ways on, she got on her brakes and, uh, threw her four ways on and, um, got over in the, the hammer lane, mm-hmm. um, just so she wouldn't rear end them. And, um, you know, still, still on her brakes, but, uh, Next thing you know, yeah, it was stop traffic, and uh, it was it was a horrible accident. Wow. Not not the, the part we were involved, but um, ahead of that was uh, yeah a bunch of bunch of wreck trucks. Um, I think six or seven people ended up dying in the in that wreck. Wow! But uh, she clipped the uh, the flatbed that was in front of us. Um, not really much damage to. Um, the flatbed that was in front of us, but, um, it, it did flatten his tire and, um, you know, it, it, uh, she kind of clipped it with our, um, steer tire okay. and, uh, it ripped the whole steering kind of apart and, um, we kind of ended up in the median. It was, it, it wasn't, wasn't as bad as it could have been, but, um, sure. it, it was bad enough, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I woke up in the floor, you know, and that's, that's no way to wake up. Let me nope. tell you. Right. Nope. That's for sure. Thankfully, no injuries. I mean, you know, a little, little booze bruised up and a little banged up, but sure. thankfully no injuries to us or Good. the person we hit. Good. And, uh, you know, she wasn't ticketed. It was, it was understandable. You know, the, 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 the weather caused it, you sure. know, um, but, um, you know, of course we, we called the boss and let them know what happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
everything was fine. I let him know where, you know, his, obviously his truck was getting towed. We couldn't drive it with only 17 wheels, you know, so. Right. Uh, no, no issues there. Okay. You know, let me, you know, I'll, I'll have someone recover the trailer. The freight's got to get there and all that. And I kind of, you know, okay, you know, obviously we didn't get a ticket everything's good. What, what's going to happen? Are we going to, you know, you going to try to get us a truck or, and basically just told us, uh, let me know when you get back to Michigan and, uh, we'll get you back to work. I'm like, well, I, you know, I, what do you want me to do? Like, you going to help me get back to Michigan? I, I don't have any, I, I drive your vehicle. Right. You know? So, um, that kind of set hard with us, you know, kind sure. of pretty much felt abandoned at that point. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't pretty much were, you know? Right. Yeah. We, we walked across the street, got a hotel room and thankfully the, thankfully, you know, we money situation was fine. We could do that, you uh-huh. know, and we could eat and, but yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't understand the, let me know when you get back to Michigan and I'll put you back to work. Right. Uh, kind of abandoned you. So that, that, that didn't sit well with us. So, we ended up uh, we ended up leaving that company and uh, started with a new one, you know. So I don't blame you I, at all. I I didn't really even know that was an I I kind of assumed like if you worked for a company and this is a company I've worked for for almost seven years. Uh-huh. Jamie had worked for for her entire almost five years of driving. Wow, you know no 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 previous history of you know accidents or tearing anything up or nothing like that. Sure. We both had clean, clean records and, um, just, just to be that way is that I, I couldn't go back to work for a company like that, you know? So, yeah. And, and, you know, it, again, you know, being where we are in time, you know, where, where drivers are hard to come by, you know, you think, okay, Hey, you know, these, these are good people. These they've been good employees. We've had them for, you know, seven, you know, seven years, five years, they're, they're, they're working together and, and things are going good one incident and all of a sudden it's like well yeah uh, well when you get here you know we'll we'll put you back to this wait a second dude you know we're here you're there how are we supposed to get there you know i i totally understand that it's like that that would be off-putting to me too right that really would be yeah and and with the situation of everything going on there's um we we couldn't rent a car there was there was no rentals around I even called it like try to get a U-Haul. Like people, you know, rent when they move their stuff. Right. I was like, I'll drive a U-Haul back to Michigan. You know, I'm, I'm 11, 12 hours away from home. Right. And, uh, right. there, there, there was no U-Haul. Well, there was one U-Haul I could rent was a giant U-Haul that was over a thousand dollars to rent. Wow. Not to mention the fuel. Right. And, uh, so l- luckily my, uh, my father-in-law was, willing to uh make the 11 hour drive down to pick us up and um you know that's awesome had, had family willing to do that so yeah. but, but it worked out but yeah i, I didn't i didn't understand I, I assumed if you worked for a company they were kind of responsible to get a driver home if there was a breakdown or an accident but um i found out there's there's no law um making a company responsible if right you know they could they can put you in a truck and have you haul freight all the way across the country. And when you get there and thanks for doing that for us and good luck, yeah, you know, you're fired. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. You, you think just out of, out of, out of common courtesy, you know, that somebody has, you know, something like this happens and, and these things happen, you know, 
it, there's sometimes it is it's beyond your control. I mean, you guys weren't ticketed or anything like that. There was no, you know, nothing like that. So it's like, you know, have a little bit of courtesy, have a little bit of compassion. You know, I because I mean, I know how nervous I was when I had my accident and it wasn't my fault, you know, and, you know, just that feeling of, you know, man, you're just, you know, you're, you're nervous. Things are you're very tense. You're very. And to just to just say, well, you're on your own. You know, when you get back here, let me know. It's like, what, what do you think we're going to yeah. do? Hitchhike? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think most companies, obviously, they don't operate that way. If you're right. a good employee, they want to keep you. Yes. But uh, I, I think a lot of the issue with the, the former company was um, it was a, a mom, a dad and a son that owned, owned the company. Yeah. Fairly large. They had about 100 trucks. Wow. A couple hundred. Years. Um, but I think they're, they were kind of transitioning more. Um, towards being like a local, um, I, I noticed most of the newer trucks in the seven years that I worked for them, mm-hmm. or almost seven years, was coming in was more day cabs. Um, they were transitioning more to uh, being more of a local, just kind of pedaling fa- freight around the uh, metro Detroit metro area. Okay. And uh, the 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 father kind of is stepping away more, and the son was kind of picking up things, and it. it the son was more uh, all about the money than uh, a little more, you know, personable. So sure. That's... we went, we went from, uh, there, there, we went from like getting a Christmas bonus, you know, every year, first three or four years I worked for him. I got, you know, a hundred bucks at Christmas, got a Turkey at Thanksgiving and, you know, good, good people to work for. And then it seemed like the sun's taking over now. And I think the last year we worked, they gave us uh like a hundred dollar gift card towards their website for Christmas to wear their, you know, to wear their logo around. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh, you want me to advertise for you for yeah. Christmas, you know? So. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so, nice. well, it, it wasn't the way we, uh, we wanted to, uh, kind of transition to a new company, but, um, it all worked out. Yeah. And that, and that's it. You know, it took you just to, to where you are now and, you know, things seem to be all right as far as I can tell. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. We, we haven't had any, uh, any bad experience. I mean, it's only been, you know, a few months here, a couple months now, but, um, yeah, we enjoy it. These, these people are great. I mean, we were out, uh, we worked five weeks, like I said, and during those five weeks, sometimes that's holidays and that's weekends and all that. We were out over uh, Easter, mm-hmm. and uh, I pulled in a fuel stop and uh, on a Saturday night and got fuel. And um, one of my dispatch called and said, "Hey, we uh, we put fifty dollars on your card for Easter dinner tomorrow." You know, so cool. Thank- that thing, things like that uh, make a big difference. It's the you know, little when you're things, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you feel appreciated. You feel like, you know, they actually care about their employees. That's important. It really is important. Yeah. Yeah, we plan on, uh, we plan on doing this for uh, at least the next 15, 20 years. So, um, you know, you, you, you want to keep an employee like that, you yes. know. So right. Most that, that, that's how you do it, you know. Yeah, yeah you want to keep somebody and have, have some kind of, uh, longevity and loyalty to the company, you know, you do some of those small things that, that seem like something small to the company, but are actually really big things to the driver. That, that is one of the things that I think sometimes gets overlooked is, uh, you know, just the, that those small courtesies that should happen that don't. 
So I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you're with a company like that. That's good. That makes a huge difference. Yep. Yeah. Somebody appreciates Yeah, yeah. When you when you gotta get up at three AM and, you know, get the coffee going and do all that and then it makes it a little better knowing you you feel a little little appreciated, you know. Yes. So Yes. And coffee is a necessity at three AM. <laughs> and it's a necessity at four thirty in the afternoon when I get up. It's a necessity. <laughs> It is the only way to start I, I, the day. I, I, I see. I drink a little bit of it, but I don't. I don't have an IV injected like you. <laughs> you know, so. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't be doing much of anything other than work. <laughs> <laughs> and even that, I don't know. It's, it's, I said to my wife, you know, she she doesn't drink coffee, and I said, "Roll out and how you don't drink coffee? How do you move? How do you get up? <laughs> how do you wake up? You know, it's what it's, it's pretty just, easy for me. It's a necessity." <laughs> It is just necessary for me. It's like, you know, it's like breathing, you know, <laughs> it's just going to happen. But, uh, you know, anytime you have to get up and, you know, like, like you guys, you get up and you're at work. It, it's not like I get up and I got, you know, I have, you know, an hour, hour and a half, pack my lunch, get myself ready, kind of get myself geared into it and get ready to go. And then I drive an hour to work and then I, then I start, you guys wake up and you're at work. You know, what's that like? Four steps from the bunk um, to the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in some in some ways it's bad. Um you know, I guess there's not the you can't call in sick. I, I was gonna know? say that. How how does one call in sick when they're <laughs> exactly. in their own sleeper <laughs> Sorry, boss, I'm not gonna make it to work today. That that doesn't really cut it when you're out here living in it, you know. Yeah. But uh, in, in some ways in some ways it's bad. Other ways it's good. I don't you know, we don't uh, I don't have to fill the gas tank up two or three times a week. Right. My yeah. my my truck sits at home until I get home, you know, my pickup. Yeah. Um you don't have the don't have the commute to work, you know things yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I I spend ten hours a week just driving back and forth to work. You know, that's that's, that's on yeah. a good week, and that's on a good week. And that, <laughs> that's when there's not Valentine's Day and snow, and I'm sitting there for yeah. fifteen hours. So you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, and the uh, you know, hundred seventy five dollars a gallon of gas is going to be here soon. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Too, so. Yes, sir. You got that right. At the rate we're going, yeah. it is it is climbing quickly. Speaking of of like you guys with all the traveling that you do, you guys get into some kind of you know you got to see some weather conditions and crap like that. Oh, we we we, we see a bunch. I I can only imagine, yeah. especially in the areas Actually, that you drive. The, yeah, the the last one we were in was just uh, it wasn't terrible, but I mean. You get used to it somewhat. Um, we were coming back from here in El Paso, and uh, I'd never really seen a, a sandstorm so bad. Wow! I've been, you know, I've been through running out here out west for a few years now, so you get a little used to it. But I mean, sixty, seventy mile an hour winds, and um, you know, being from the north, it was, it was like having a whiteout. You know, like when it snows, you know, you literally can't see five feet in front of your truck. And you just come on it. You see it coming, but it, it's it comes on you quick, you wow. know. And uh, yeah, that was just a couple weeks ago, or just last week, matter of fact. Um, yeah, big sandstorm, and it, those those can be just as dangerous as a uh, snow. You know, it, do, it doesn't make the road slick, but you can't see. Right. Yeah, and that's you know, that is like ninety nine point nine percent of our of driving is seeing. You know, when you when you can't, that does make it really hard. Yeah. Think about this, yeah. though. Think about this. 
if we can incorporate a sandstorm to hit Pennsylvania after the four inches of snow fell, we'd have traction. We there you go. <laughs> we don't need PennDOT. We don't need PennDOT. <laughs> I, I just I sit here thinking of ways around PennDOT in the wintertime. And that would be, that would work. <laughs> that would work. You know, for one year, well, you'd hear I-80s open in Pennsylvania for some unknown reason. <laughs> Phenomenon sandstorms last- hit after snow. <laughs> <laughs> from the last time I went through uh, Pennsylvania, I don't think PennDOT was even working anyway. See? So I don't think you're missing anything. I'm not the only person that says nope. this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny. I, I was talking to Jack. He was talking. We were talking last week, and he said about Penn. Yeah, we were talking about PennDOT, and he goes to me about. Yeah, you know, he says about not. Uh, do, do they like ship says to him at you know it's like they go home at midnight they fold they stop up shop at midnight, at midnight and they come back out at 5 30 in the morning and jack looks at him and goes really and i was like well mostly <laughs> yes <laughs> for the most part that seems to be the way it is out here but, but you know I'll, but i'll tell you give it a chance oh there might be some flurries tonight Every fifteen hundred feet, there's a pen dot truck. Yep, exactly. Yeah. They're all sitting on the side of the road waiting. Yes. Huh. Ooh, there's one flake. It's crazy. It's, it's not much better in Michigan, let me tell you. Really? Wow. You know. Yeah, there. You see some states that get the snow, and I mean, they'll move the snow. I mean, you know, they got a, they have a good science to it, and. That road could be eight inches deep, and you know, by the time that train goes through, it, all the lanes are cleared. It's yeah. not just one, one half-ass passable lane. It's from shoulder to shoulder, things wide open. Yeah, that was that was the last time I re- I ran through Pennsylvania. Like I said, it was uh, it was the winter time. It was snowing. It wasn't terrible there. We were kind of staying ahead of the storm, uh-huh. but um, the the roads were the roads were pretty bad. They weren't they weren't staying on top of them at all. Um, I got to Connecticut and parked, and um, it snowed about a foot over there that night, overnight. And um, it had just kind of recently quit snowing when I got up, and they unloaded the freight, and I took off, and I was amazed. Like, this doesn't happen in Michigan. This didn't happen all the way over here. The roads were perfectly clear. Yeah. I was like, we got a foot of snow in Michigan. It might be two days before the roads are clear, you know? (laughs) You know, you can understand, you know, down south if they get a a freak ice storm or something, you know, a lot of them, they, they actually just laugh and say, we just wait for it to melt. I mean, if they did that yeah. up here in the northern section, there wouldn't be freight moving for six weeks out of a month. Yeah. <laughs> out of a month? Out of a month. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> It's okay. that deep, you know, it's, it's a long We're month. adding time. <laughs> Groundhog <laughs> day. Yeah. Where I live, you're waiting until the 4th of July. You right. Know, so. Heck yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, we got caught in, uh, matter of fact, last year, um, right just south of Dallas. Uh, what is that? A uh, little, little town just south of Dallas, anyway, outskirts of Dallas. Car- Carl's Corner, Texas. Um, it was raining coming up from the border uh-huh. and it, it was raining. I mean, it was just pouring and I'm watching the weather and I'm watching the the temperature on this truck gauge and it's, it's about 45 and I drive another hour. And, oh, now it's down to 40 and now it's down to 35. I'm like, Oh, this stuff is going to freeze, you know, so, <laughs> you're getting there. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, we pulled in, and uh, by the time I pulled in and parked, and everything was just starting to ice up, and um, it was it was terrible. We were there for uh, I sat in the parking lot for two and a half days. My wife and I did. Wow. And uh, yeah, two and a, and it was still kind of bad when we left, but it was the sun come out enough it was melting the road, you know. So right. um, we, we we got out of there, but it was it was only about uh, about a hundred mile stretch there that it froze. But, I mean, there was an inch of ice on everything. In the two and a half days we sat there, we watched 14, at least 14 trucks come in that was wrecked trying to run in that stuff, you know. Um, you know, that's the thing when, I, when, I don't get. If you don't have to run, you know, just park it for a little while. Give yourself a break, you know, kind of reset and let the weather take care of itself, you know. that's Yeah, when, if they don't have plows and salt and... You know, and it's that, I mean, we had freight that was headed to Detroit and, mm -hmm. uh, well, General Motors wanted it, but it wasn't going to do us any good to be wrecked somewhere. Yep. They weren't going to get the freight either, either way, you know, yeah. so. That's it. I'd rather get there in one you, piece. You, sometimes you got to err on the side of caution there and, you know, that's, that's just the unforeseen instance that happened. It is, you know, that's. That's part of the trucking industry. That's part of doing what we do. You know, you have to make that call sometimes. And sometimes it's just better to just stay there, you know, sit it out. Yeah. It'll be good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's the nature of the beast. You yeah. know, you're going to, you're going to run into storms and you're, you're not going to avoid them all. But, um, when, when it's that bad and, you know, you're seeing they're left and right going into the ditch and trucks are getting pulled out and what, what are you really doing out there? You know, it's yeah. the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze at that point. And so they say, you know, right. yes, sir, you got that right. You got that right. You know, it, it, it was like that on what Thursday night it rained here. Was it Thursday night or Wednesday night? It, it just, it's like the sky opened up. It's, it's like you were driving through a waterfall constantly. I don't think I've ever seen it rain like that. Yeah. Was... I mean, it was just crazy. And it was like uh, you you were in it and in out of it and it, I mean it was just you're in out in out in out it's and when you were insane. in it yeah you were you in were it. in it you I were mean, in it, it. Was, everybody yeah. with their four ways on <laughs> yep. and, you know yeah you know and then you get the guy yeah. still with the daytime running lights on it is one thirty in the morning and you can't figure out your <laughs> yeah, lights you, are not on yep. yet I, I, they they pass you you can't see them yeah. once they you get lose them you, yeah you lost gone. them you know, they're just gone. no tail lights. <laughs> That, that is, is every night. That's yep. it's crazy. It is. It, it, I, I think that's one of the worst inventions they come up with on a yes. vehicle, you know? Well, yes. well, that's because now we have to have, the cars have to have automatic headlights that everything turns on because we just have drivers that are too stupid to flip a switch. <laughs> well, I think if you're, you're not intelligent enough to be able to turn the lights off and on, you probably shouldn't be driving anyway, you I know? that. Yes, yeah. sir. And my answer to those guys are, and you're going to hate me when I say this, if you flip your high beams on and the blue light lights on the dashboard, then all your lights are on. But then they'll forget <laughs> to turn that blue light off and they're going to be driving at you with their high beams on. Yes. So yeah. either, either way, you're screwed. You're going to get blinded or you're not seeing them, whichever. <laughs> oh, I'd rather get blinded. At least I know they're there. Yeah, yeah. and you can just blind them right back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I say that out loud, at least you know what to get out of the way of. Then you know, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, it gives you something to look. You know, look at and say, "Hey, somebody's coming at me." 
Mm. You know, but you know, and, and you know what I'm starting to see is big trucks doing that. Yeah, coming at you like you know, you know, you're passing on the highway. They're coming at you. They're coming the opposite direction, and their high beams are on. And you're like, what the freaking hell's the matter with you? You know, you're yeah. blind and every, and, and you're supposed to be a professional. This, these are, you know, I I look at at the trucking world around me nowadays, and it is just so different. Thirty years ago to yeah. to today. It's a different world, man. It yeah. is a different well, world. It's either the blinding oh, you or it's the trucks that don't have their lights adjusted properly. Yeah, so you they're know. shooting you in the yeah, eyeballs. They're, are... they're looking at the tree. <laughs> you <Right>. know, <laughs> what's in the tree 50 feet in the air? Yes. yes. <laughs> and you can really Even check the... that out in the fog. That's when you can really yeah, tell those really guys. Yep. Yeah. Even in the 10 years, you know, the... Sure. Um, the ten years that I've been driving, it, it's it's been night or day out here. Mm. Yeah, just uh, so so many changes, so many, um, you know, and you kind of beat a dead horse if you got a little experience out here. Every, everyone knows and they see it, but just the the camaraderie of being a truck driver, the you know, kind of helping helping the other guy out. And um, I remember this past winter, I, I pulled in. Uh, me and my wife were switching. It was, mm-hmm. I had enough for the day and it was her, her turn to drive. And, uh, uh, she walked over to, uh, a dairy queen. She wanted to get something for lunch for that evening. And a uh, guy was stuck in the snow, you know? So I unhooked the trailer and went over there with a tow strap and got him out. And I, it was like, he was, he was amazed that someone come and helped him. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, it, it, it shouldn't be that way. You know, you, you see another driver that needs help and I understand you're busy and you got your own stuff to do too. And, but there, there, there could be a little more camaraderie out here, you know? So most, most people definitely. are too quick to grab the phones and record them and put them on social media so everybody can laugh at them. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, Brian, yeah. Brian had the, Brian had an issue. It was a lot. It was last or the week before. Where I, where I blew my you turbo. Know, you, you blew a tur- uh, clamp no. off the off the intercooler. Yeah, Monday night. And you know our own company, our own company trucks <laughs> drove, drove right, right by. by. You know, and I'm, <laughs> I was I was about 110 miles away from. I literally got to the terminal, and I caught one of the mechanics, and he actually gave me a clamp and gave me the the, the tools to change the clamp and i literally got within 15 minutes of hit of brian before they actually the road service crew that they uh, you know called, called out, actually yeah. got called yeah. out and got to him yeah but you know uh, it, it was just unbelievable yeah. you I know mean, it's crazy you know your own drivers don't even have the courtesy to to you know call on the radio and say hey you doing okay there is everything all right do you need anything nothing they just you know nowadays it's just Radio silence, you know, yeah. it's crazy. But I mean, it, right? e- even What's Brian, that? even Brian was shocked that I actually got the part he needed. I, I was, <laughs> and I, was I like, said, I'm on the way. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll make the turn, and you know, they can wait 25 minutes. Right. And I said, you can get on your way. But yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah, that, that, that's terrible to be your own, your own company. You know, yeah. your own. We're, we're supposed to be in this together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, just just ask. See how you know. Make sure they're doing okay. Make sure they don't need anything or whatever. You know, just hey, yeah, just, just courtesy. It, you know, it might not. What you know, unfortunately or fortunately, it was just that. But what if it was something serious? You know, right, right. Someone someone's having a heart attack, and now you got to go in and hey, this is my employee. I just passed, and 
didn't help him out, and you know now I'm going to his funeral. That's yeah, and we've actually had that happen. We've actually had that happen oh, wow. here at Pitt. Yeah, where you know one guy was he actually died on the side of the road in his truck. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and to think you know if a fellow employee just drove by, just drove that's, past and wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it. I mean that was that's a few years ago now. I don't know. Were you here when when that happened, Chip? I think I With just Sam? started. Yeah, Sammy from uh, uh, Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just. A, I mean, it's horrible. I, of yeah. all the places, I. I this is the only thing I say to my wife. I, I don't care. Lord can take me home whenever he wants. Just don't let me burn in a truck, and I don't want to die on the side oh. of the road. You know, that's the, the, the yeah. things I'm asking. You know, make it a heart attack oh, in the middle of the night. You know, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I haven't been out here that long. It's only been about ten years, but I in in those ten years, I, I've seen some horrible things. And yeah, there's there, there's definitely a dark side to to being out here and uh, traveling across the country. You know, I um the, the accident I was speaking of, you know, mm-hmm. made us switch companies. Uh, you know, six or seven people died and yeah. they were, they were kind of, you know, I mean, they were pretty much covered up, but they wheel them right by, you know, and, yeah, terrible. you know, I've seen a couple, a uh, couple motorcycle accidents where, you know, the, they, they were covered up, you know, and yes, it, it, it makes you do those pre-trips. It makes you aware of, uh, or it should, you know, it makes you aware of how, how quickly things can turn bad out here, you know, so. Amen to that. And that is the thing that a lot of people don't realize as you know, especially, you know, four wheelers going around you is one thing and you understand that they're, you know, they're, they're not supposed to be a trained professional. They're a person in their car. But when you have big trucks doing some of the things that you see them doing when, and that, that's where yeah. it's, you know, that's some of the stuff that you see. It's, you know, it's just really disheartening. It, it you know, cause it's yeah. like, you know what, you're putting us all at, at risk, you know? Yeah, just, I mean, I mean, we see it, you know, pretty much every day I, yeah. we park at a truck stop and, um, someone next to us comes in and, you know, we we happen to be there for the night. Um, you know, no, no freight or whatever. We yeah. got a little downtime and someone will pull next to me and he, he shuts her off and in the morning he'll get up and take off and not even bother to walk around his truck, you know, yeah. you, you know, just not, I, I'm most, Almost daily, you can you can count on that, you know. It's, sure. What's ten minutes? Yep. Get out and kick the tires. Yeah, make sure your what, lights what, are working. Yep. Yeah, I mean you ain't you ain't gotta crawl under it, and you know I I get that, you know, right. but just to walk around and make sure, you know, hey, at least check your brakes. Make sure when you pull out, at least make sure you know your your tires aren't flat or. Yep. It, it's it's life or death, and I I think it's easy to forget that, you it know. Is. You become numb to it. You become, you know, it's just, it, it's your everyday routine and you just do it. But that's why it's, it's good to make it that, to make what you're, what you're talking about right now, Johnson, a, a part of your routine, you know, just, this is what I do. You know, I, I wake up in the morning, I get out, I check my tires, I check the lights, I make sure things are good. I check the brakes, you know, do the things that, that I need to do to make sure that I'm safe when I go out on the road, because I'm going to be around other people. And it's just, you don't have yeah. that feeling anymore. You just don't, you know? No, no. And that's you, kind of, you. yeah, just from seeing everything, it, it, it gives you an unsafe feeling out here. But, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's a good living. We still enjoy it. So sure. we do what we have to do to kind of protect ourselves and just hope that other people are doing the same, you know? But Yep. yep. And, you know, really, when it, when it comes down to it, if it, if we didn't, if we weren't enjoying it, 
we probably wouldn't be doing it because this is not the kind of job that you're going to do and really despise it, you know, and really, really not like the job, really hate the job. You know, this is because this, you're not doing a nine to fiver here. You know, this is the truck. No. You are not, you're not doing eight and skate. It just doesn't happen in this, <laughs> you know. No, you're not doing it for the fame and fortune. That's for sure. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. That, that is the truth. You are not doing it for the fame and fortune. It's more like the poor and infamous. <laughs> <laughs> and with the with fuel prices going the way they are, it's going to be the really poor and infamous, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's unfortunately it's looking uh, it's looking a lot of grim, especially for these smaller companies. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping things can change around or you know change a little bit. Hopefully, people can start voting a little better and all that good stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah it's I heard that. Have you ever seen a tornado? Oh, yeah. I thought I'd throw a little, you know, change a little bit of direction here and, uh, you know, just, you know, continue talking about some of the weather weather patterns that you guys have seen. And I was just curious if you guys ever saw a tornado. Yeah, we are uh, um, the the closest one. I It was dark. It was hard to kind of tell, but I believe we were actually in the tornado. Wow. Um we, we had seen a couple others, you know, being out west, Oklahoma, stuff like that. Right. I'd seen a couple others that were far off and weren't a major concern. But, um, yeah, actually, the wife was driving. <laughs> um, I had just stopped, and I knew the bad weather was kind of coming. We were running into it. I was in uh, just before Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I stopped. She started driving, and um, she made it about 10 minutes into little rock um actually going over the arkansas river there right almost downtown little rock okay and the truck started rocking and it's it's rocking and rolling and trees flying by wow. <laughs> uh, yeah literally there was um a sign i don't know where the sign came from there's no signs on a bridge the sign blew across the front of the truck it didn't hit us uh-huh I'm like, where, where is this sign? I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? You know? And, uh, thankfully, uh, thankfully, you know, no, there was no accidents, nothing like that. It wasn't, but, um, it, it was, it was pretty scary to see, you know, for I sure. That. I mean, I, I, you know, you get caught in the wind, you know, just when it's, you know, you have a, a you know, pretty heavy <coughs> wind and rainstorm, you know, and you feel it pushing your truck around. I cannot imagine what it's like, you know, being around something like that going on. That has got to be pushing you around like crazy. Yeah, truck's doing a little dance going down the road. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, I'm, I, I, and let me tell you, it's harder when you're not driving and you don't feel in control. Someone else is driving. You know, the wife was driving, and I, I got a grip on that uh, seat over there pretty hard. <laughs> I bet. But, and, and and of course, you know, during uh, what I can only say was a tornado went over us. There's a guy in the hammer lane passing us i'm like what out of all the times to be passing someone on a bridge going across the river in a tornado and just sprays the whole windshield she literally couldn't see you know oh i bet i I told her just slowly apply the brake try to stay straight and it was it was the longest three or four seconds of our life let me tell you (laughs) i bet i bet wow (laughs) Man, I tell you what, when you lose when when you lose the the vision like that, because you know somebody has has done something that's just stupid like that, it's like, you know, 
you've got to keep your cool about yourself and you know not panic that is yeah that is the, that's the moment where panic wants to set in and you're like i can't see a friggin' thing and you just gotta you know you gotta catch yourself say no just slow down just take your foot off the fuel we're good we're good <laughs> i've had a lot of experience of not panicking over the last five years driving at night with people doing stupid stuff amen <laughs> amen to that yes well well brian's i think we got to get out of here um we got a pickup over to do here. That's and, uh Yeah, got to go deal with uh, with a shipper over here. So, all right. Well, hey, <laughs> we really appreciate you guys coming. Out. I've been looking forward to this phone call for a long time. I've been talking <laughs> with Jamie for a long time on you know instant message and and all that. It just been and you know just kind of following you guys and uh, I just I really appreciate you guys coming. Out. And, and I'd like to have you back on again if we can at some point. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. We uh, when we slow down a little bit, we would we would love to come. We got all kinds of stories. We okay. got uh, you know, I got some paranormal stuff we cool. dealt with over the road, and um, that obviously that's you know we we kind of you know this evolved from uh, your son's other podcast, right? We wanted uh, we wanted to kind of be on that one as well, just sure. from the kind of paranormal stuff we've experienced. But yeah, we 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 love what you guys do, and we love listening, and uh, some of the stories are. Some of the stories are pretty great, and um, it, it, it's amazing what you can see out just traveling across the country. You know, it is. It really is. It, it's just. It's a fantastic job, and uh, don't ever forget that. It's a good job. You <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. You know. It, Keep telling yourself that. I do. <laughs> Every day, it's what gets me to work. Actually, what gets me to work is is. When the phone goes ding, as Shipper always says, on Thursday morning and the paycheck is in the bank. <laughs> That's what yeah. keeps me coming back yeah. next week. You That's know? It. <laughs> yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. I've worked a lot harder for a lot less, let yes. me tell you. Exactly. Yes, sir. I heard that. But, yeah, we, we enjoy listening to you guys. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys, uh, you know, hope this grows and continues to be something. And no. yeah. We're, we're going to give it our all. <laughs> Definitely. We appreciate maybe, maybe it. Can, uh, Maybe you could be like Tony and uh, retire and not have to drive anymore, right? Oh, exit strategy. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) From your lips to God's ears, brother. (laughs) To my retirement account. Amen. (laughs) Hey, you you guys are closer than us. We still got 20 to go, so. I'll pray for you. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much. uh, Go ahead. I'll say that's it. The robot trucks don't take over, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Well, if you hear Tony, you know, they're happening tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're, I think they're a little farther away than that. But yeah. I take it longer. It, it's probably inevitable, but it is, you know, it'll happen eventually, but not tomorrow. I just want to get my 20 in first. There you go. That's it, brother. That's it. Well, thank you so much for, you know, for coming on. We really do appreciate it. And we'll, we'll stay in contact. You know, you guys can, you know, text us or, you Shoot know, whatever. Shoot us an email. Shoot us whatever. an email anytime. Drop a voicemail. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. yeah we'd love to hear from you guys. Awesome. So just stay in contact and uh, be safe uh, out there. Yeah. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, uh, yeah, if I ever get pulled over in Pennsylvania, I'll, 
I'll make sure to tell them, uh, you know, call the Bryans. Yep, that's there it. you go. You tell them to get a hold of us. We'll be right there to take care of that for you. Oh, amen, brother. <laughs> we'll be you, on it. If you believe that, I have a bridge in the next state you can, you know, you might be interested in. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, guys. thank you. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, safe travels. Yes. Take care of yourselves. Have a good one. Well, that's the show, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. And, Chip, if they enjoyed the show, what can they do? They can share the show. Share the show with their friends, their enemies, anybody. Just as long as they share the show and get the word that we have put out there, out there. Yeah. Amen, brother. Get the word out. While you're getting the word out, check out Hammer Lane Legends gear section. Go to HammerLaneLegends.com and check hit the gear section. Check it out and see if there's anything there you like. What else am I supposed to say? <laughs> Until next week. Keep the hammer down in the hammer lane.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands, and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus, creator meetups, networking, and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. London.com. 